What's up? What's up? What's up? Happy Wednesday, bitches. Happy Wednesday. I'm back. I'm Allie, if you don't know who I am, which apparently some of you motherfuckers are finding me on the podcast app. You guys have been DMing me. I forget sometimes that it can work that way. I thought I was always just talking to my girls on Instagram who wanted to shoot the shit with me more. It's kind of insane to me that some of you are listening to this without any kind of warm up to me. It might be a lot, so sorry. But I'm Allie. I'm the host of the Be That Bitch podcast where I talk all about being that bitch, whatever that bitch is to you. You feel me? You feel me? So today is Wednesday. Well, it's Tuesday, but it's Wednesday when you're listening to this. It's hump day, bump day, whatever you guys want to say it is. Um, Let's talk about what has gone on in the week of Allie. Last time we chat, chatted, I was struggling really bad mentally. It was kind of all that that podcast episode was about. So if you're struggling mentally, I really shared some big tips that I use whenever I'm struggling mentally. But y'all, I feel like completely different now. Like I just feel so on top of everything, on top of my game. My runs have been solid. My workouts have been solid. My nutrition has been solid. And I have been just living my motherfucking best life, which is just just goes to show you after any hardship can be the best shit, right? Right? I, I, I literally just made up that saying. After any hardship can be the best shit. Felt like that, we're going to tattoo that on a motherfucker. Um, but no, seriously, like I feel like any time we hit rock bottom, it can just go right back up and we never know if we stop fighting. And, you know, I thought through all that, read a lot of books. Y'all know that's my coping mechanism. I read to deflect from the misery that is my life or whatever fucked up thoughts are in my head. And we're back swinging. Um, I'm still reading per usual, but I'm not reading as much because I'm not trying to escape my life. Uh, we have officially started half marathon training. So from my last episode, y'all, I told you how much I just thrive on having a goal to work towards. And so this week is the first week of my half marathon training where I'm working really, really hard to get a PR in June, which is fucking stupid on my part because it's Georgia and the humidity and every heat and all that shit. But you know what? We're fucking swinging for the fences here. So we did six miles yesterday. It felt really good. And we're just, we're thriving. We are no longer surviving. We're thriving. And I just, I love that feeling. I love that feeling of thriving. I love that feeling of overcoming some tough shit just to become on the other side stronger than ever. And it just truly makes me always think about all the times that I gave up when things got hard and ask myself, how much did I progrudge myself of this joy of getting through the hard stuff? Because it's not the, the, the absence of struggle that makes us so proud of ourselves and so strong. It's the, in spite of the struggle, we keep pushing, right? So I'm just feeling good. I hope y'all are feeling good. Um, and just kind of rocking and rolling. I always like to share you guys what I'm reading. So I just got done reading the Ashley G. Um, that's the author, Ashley G. Um, and it's the vengeance is mine trilogy. So it's a three book, um, trilogy, which, Duh, Alley trilogy, three book, whatever. You guys fucking get it, right? Um, and it's a enemies to lover, college bully romance, all about the Havoc House, which is a fraternity. And they 
are fucking loaded. They're fucking loaded AF, and they can get away with everything, including basically murder until a bitch comes and rocks their whole fucking world and everything goes up in flames. It's so good. Not really super spicy. You know me. I love, I love a good smutty romance. I am a hoe for some good sex scenes. It's not super smutty. It's like a, it's like a one spice rating, maybe a two, but it's a really good story and it'll have, has lots of twists and turns. I read all three of the books in like a week. That's how good they were. So Highly, highly recommend. Super short reads. Um, it's free on Kindle Unlimited if you're interested. And so, yeah, that's what's going on in my life. That's what I'm reading. That's what's, that's what the good good is. Now, let's get into the, the meat and taters of our conversation. I pulled y'all on Instagram and asked what you guys needed help with, what you guys wanted my help with. And a lot of y'all talked about just kind of like moving forward, right? Kind of continuing the topic of struggling mentally, how to get past that, but also moving forward on how you can move forward after a really hard season or maybe how you can move forward after, you know, you're struggling or any of the case may be. So I thought I would share my tips on kind of releasing and just moving forward and also maybe just changes of perspective for you that could truly help. So anyways, let's get started. All right, anyways, I'm back. I had to get some water because remember y'all, a hydrated bitch is a happy bitch. Make sure you're drinking your water because nobody likes a dehydrated bitch. Got it? Got it. All right. So y'all, I want you to think about this because I know how hard it can be to move forward after some really hard shit or maybe even change your perspective after you've had really hard times. But I want you to remember y'all, you cannot move forward while looking in the rearview mirror. Have you ever tried to drive a fucking car forward while you're looking in the rearview mirror? It's pretty much impossible. You're probably gonna run over a mailbox or a fucking human. Like, it's just not possible to physically drive a car moving forward while looking in the rearview mirror. So why do we think that we can dictate our life and move our life forward while always focusing on what has already happened? Y'all, remember, what has happened is already happened. Maybe you have, you know, let yourself down last week. Maybe you gained weight. Maybe you, you know, broke a promise to yourself. Maybe you, you know, did whatever the fuck you did back then, right? Sitting and dwelling on it and focusing it is never going to help you move forward. Just like fucking checking your back rear view mirror is not going to help you while you're trying to drive forward. And so really just realizing that what has happened has happened, that there is, that is neither here nor there, that it is what it is and we can change it. So why do we try, right? Why do we sit there and try to focus and dwell on it and let it take up residency in our mind when it can no longer be changed? It is etched in fucking stone. Every single thing we have done in the past is etched in stone and it cannot be changed, erased, or replaced. But what we can do in the future is focus on what we want to do, right? What we're going to do, not what we did. And let that occupy our mind. Because y'all, at the end of the day, what is done is done. And we can either focus on what we've done or we can focus on what we're going to do. And just know that now we have information to help us now not make the same mistakes as we did in the past in the future. We can learn lessons from them without dwelling on them. Because everything in our past is just a lesson we need to learn from and then to move forward from. But if we're focusing on it and dwelling on it and beating ourselves up over it, there's no way we're ever going to be able to move past it. Have you ever sat there and 
focus so heavily on what you did over the weekend that you literally spent an entire week dwelling and beating yourself up and being pissed off and you wasted an entire week of your life that you could be using to change for good, pissed off what you did that can no longer be changed. We've got to realize that, y'all, it is not about what we've done that's going to change our life. It's about what we're going to do because all of us are going to fuck up. All of us are going to have moments of weakness. But those that see success don't dwell on what they've done, but rather focus on what they're going to do. And that is what sets the winners and the losers apart. The losers sit there and dwell on every single thing that they cannot change and let it completely consume them and identify as those mistakes. And the winners focus on those are part of who they are and what they've done, but they can learn from that and move forward and focus forward. And then they change who they are to better serve who they want to be, if that makes sense. Okay, so y'all just know that you have to be always looking forward if you're wanting to move forward. The only time that looking in your rearview mirror is going to ever serve you is if you're backing out of something, right? If you're going backwards. And I am so sorry, but in fucking life, I don't want to go backwards. I don't want to go back to who I was a year ago. I don't want to go back to who I was that weekend whenever I had those, you know, struggles or limiting beliefs, thoughts, or, you know, I broke promises to myself or whatever the case may be. I don't want to go back to there. I want to go to a new, better version of myself. And the only way I'm going to get there is by continuously focusing on who I want to become and focusing forward. Okay, y'all? Remember, you, it's good to learn by your mistakes, but it's not good to dwell on them. Because at the end of the day, we have to remind ourselves, because you've struggled, just because you've let yourself down, doesn't mean that you have to do it in the future. Doesn't mean that history is going to repeat itself, right? It's a process. I mean, y'all, we have to think we're having to unlearn years and years and years of shitty ass thoughts and shitty ass behaviors. We're having to unlearn and reteach ourselves in a way that's going to promote who we want to be, not who we've always been. And so it's fucking stupid of us, if I'm just being frank, it's stupid of us to think that we're never going to struggle, that we're never going to have a setback, that we're never going to let ourselves down. But that should not keep us from moving forward. That should just make us realize that, yeah, we're human. And this is going to take a long fucking time. I mean, we have to think most of us have these learned behaviors for 5, 10, 15, 20 years, right? We've been doing the same shit, just a different day and a different different pattern, but it's all boiled down to the same thing. We've made a promise to ourselves, and we broke the promise to ourselves. We've made a commitment and we've broke the commitment. We've said we're going to do this and we didn't do this, right? It's always a variation of the same thing. And so we're trying to unlearn and reteach ourselves better habits. We've got to show ourselves grace in the matter of that. This is going to take time. It is going to take time. And that does not mean that we're never going to struggle. It means that we need to keep moving forward in spite of the struggle because every time we struggle is a new lesson learned, right? And just taking one step in front of the other. It's kind of like when we're we're climbing a staircase, right? Have y'all ever tried to climb a fucking staircase from the ground and then jump 12 steps and get all the way up to the top? No, bitch, that's not how that fucking works. How do you how do you how do you walk upstairs? I'm going to let you think about that. How do you walk upstairs? You have to walk one after the other. Sometimes you can walk two at a time, but if it's six flights of stairs, you're going to get exhausted very quickly. So you've got to walk one after another to get to the top. 
That's how this works, y'all. That's how this journey works, this life works. You've got to take it one step at a time. You've got to keep moving forward. And sometimes you're going to trip and fall down a couple stairs, especially if you've had a little to drink, especially if you're struggling a little bit. But you can pick yourself up from your britches, focus forward, and keep walking up. Y'all, it's one step in front of the other until one day you blink and you're at the top of the fucking staircase and your entire life has changed. But the only way you got there is by one step in front of the other and not looking backwards and only looking forwards. That's how you change your life. That is how you move past all the bad shit that's happened in your life is you don't focus on it. You just focus on what's in front of you and you take it one step at a time. You take it one day at a time. You take it one meal at a time. You take it one drink of water at a time. You take it one transformation at a time. That is one thing that I see so many people do and where they fuck up before they even get started is they try to do too much too soon and they try to take it all in to transform their life the quickest and they always end up falling just quick as quick if not quicker. What we do to make big transformation is the slow and steady. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, there's an episode, a couple episodes back, talking about taking it slow and steady and my biggest tips on how to do just that. But remember, y'all, this is a journey. It is a process. And processes, sometimes, especially, have you ever, like, seen what your hairdresser does when she's like coloring your hair. Sometimes she has to strip it before she adds the color. Sometimes she has to tone it, right? And there's different processes and sometimes it's got to look really ugly before it gets really good. And and sometimes it looks something completely different before you actually get to where you want to go. No process is linear. Nothing is perfect. And the reason why we think it should be is because we have this somehow idealistic idea that it's supposed to be a linear journey because of what people show on Instagram. News flash, they only share the good shit. They don't share the struggles. They don't share when they've gained weight. They don't share when they've backtracked. They don't share when they're struggling. They just share when they're succeeding. Have you ever checked out some of your favorite influ- fit, 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 fit influencers? What are they called? Fit influencers? I don't even know what the fuck we're called. Your favorite people on Instagram who share their journey. Have you ever noticed that sometimes they'll just go ghost and then they'll come back and talk about how they struggled and how they got over it. They don't share the struggle most of the time. I try really hard on my own to share it, but a lot of people don't. I notice they'll go silent for a week, two weeks, three weeks, and then come back and with a new before and after and going at it again. That is how they move forward, right? That's how they focus on moving forward and and trying to set our goals with their unrealistic standards of what they choose to let us see is so beyond insane. I can't even take it. Y'all just know that everyone falls. Everyone struggles. Everyone has had fucking triumphs and tribulations in their background and nothing should stop us from getting to where we want to go. The only thing that stops us is us and our idea of perfection. So just remember every single time that you maybe go back on your old behaviors, just know that it takes time to relearn things. It takes time to reteach our brain these things. I mean, have you ever tried to learn a new language? That mother, that shit takes a lot of time. A lot of time. It's the exact same thing. You're trying to teach your your body a new new way of living. So it's going to take time and it's going to feel weird and it's going to feel hard. But that doesn't mean that every single time you fall, it's not meant to be. 
Yeah, it's really hard to have confidence in us, right? Like I can remember so vividly not believing that I was ever going to see success in my weight loss journey or ever see success in my health or ever actually fully transform my life. And I had lacked so much confidence that I truly didn't believe I could do it because I hadn't done it yet. Yeah, y'all, it can be really hard to believe that you can do something if you have not done it yet. But just because you haven't done it doesn't mean that you can't do it. It just means you have to work on proving to your brain that you have what it takes. And the only way to do that is by holding upholding promises we make to ourselves and moving forward. The only way we do that is by proving ourselves wrong. No one fucking sets out believing that they can do something. No one fully sets out knowing, yep, this is it. I'm going to, I'm going to fucking do it. It's going to be rock solid. I'm never going to struggle. I'm going to see success. I already know I can do this. Even if I've never done it before, I know I can. No, everybody has those, those realms of doubt because the confidence in knowing that we can do it only comes from actually seeing ourselves put action towards it and doing it. So no shit. We have self doubt at the beginning. But we need to do it in spite of the self-doubt. We need to do it in spite of not believing that we fully can because that is exactly where our lives will transform. Every single time that we start moving forward, every single time we focus on our future instead of focusing on what we've fucked up in the past is a notch towards believing in ourselves and believing that we can do it. Y'all, just because you haven't done it doesn't mean that you can't do it. You've just got to prove it to yourself. And that is only done by time. That is only done by moving one foot in front of the other. That's only done by falling and getting back up. That's only done by taking three steps forward and six, or three steps backwards and six steps forward. It's not done by sheer just putting your mind to it and motivation. It's done by dedication. That is what truly transforms our lives. It's not what we do when we're motivated. It's what we do consistently. It's what we do every single day when we're dedicated to. That's what transforms our lives and that's what truly helps us move forward. Because at the end of the day, y'all, motivation is only going to get us started, but it's not going to be what picks us back up after a setback. It's not going to be what helps us keep going in spite of all the odds. That is dedication. That is the fucking true grit and the desire to be better than we were yesterday. That's what's going to keep us moving forward, y'all. And so I want you to do this exercise for me before we go into answering y'all's questions that you guys asked me on Instagram. I want you guys to do this for me. I want you to get a piece of paper out and I want you to sit there and write down every single thing that you have self-sabotaged yourself with. Every single thing that you have let stand in your way of the success. Is it that you've, you were too tired and you didn't do it or that you can't control yourself around sweets or that you, you know, can't wake up early or the fact that you have no energy or whatever. What are the ways that you've self-sabotaged yourself in the past? And then what I want you to do is I want you to burn that motherfucking piece of paper. I want you to take fire to it and know that every single one of these things no longer hold control over you. Just because you have let those things hold you back in the past does not mean you have to let those things hold you back in the future. And once you burn that, you burn every single one of the reasons that you have held yourself back in the past. 
And now you leave yourself a clean slate to move forward. And what I want you to do is when you do that, I want you to take it to your Instagram story. And what I want you to do is I want you to tag me in that motherfucker so I can see you burning down every single thing that's held you back so you can propel yourself forward. You're going to release all of that stuff that's been holding you back and the weight that's holding you back so you can fully move forward into transforming your life. Because you no longer have all of these barriers. You no longer have all these thoughts of, well, I've done this before. I'm just going to do it again. No. No, the fuck you're not because you're a different human. What held you back before doesn't have to hold you back now. Only we get to make that decision. And only we get to help ourselves move forward. Right? So I hope this helps. I hope maybe those tips help. But remember, y'all, it's just one foot in front of the other. And you got to climb that staircase. And it's going to be hard and it's scary and you're going to look over your mouth. Oh my God, I don't see how much longer I have, right? But staring and focusing on how much further we have isn't going to help. But sometimes seeing how far we've gone can help. So let's go ahead and answer some of y'all's questions. All right. So the first question that we have on the board is I have been struggling with calories. I feel like I bust my ass during workouts, but I only end up burning 200 calories. I was an athlete all my life besides the last 10 years, and I see some who do the same workout and burn over 300 calories. Is there more I could do? Y'all, first, let me tell you, there is a lot of scientific shit that goes into burning calories, and these little fancy-ass watches we have only give a guesstimation about how many calories we burn, and it all goes into how big the human is, right? The bigger we are, the more energy we take, the more calories we burn. So if you're 150 pounds and I'm over here at 250 pounds, no shit that I'm going to burn more calories during the same workout that you're doing because it takes more energy to move my big ass than it does your ass, right? We've got to stop this comparison game, but we also need to stop looking at these watches and letting them dictate every single thing we believe about our workout. Y'all, our workout and the calories that we burn during it is only a sliver of a fraction of the calories that we actually burn throughout the day. It is a small fraction. And that is not what's going to help yield in our success long term, right? Those calories that we burn during the workout are almost like bonus calories, I like to view it as. It's really what we do throughout the day. How much steps we're putting in, how much, you know, we're getting up and moving around, what food we're putting in our body. The working out is just a bonus. So we've got to stop comparing ourselves with these watches and everything like that for a long time especially when I used to go to the gym um, a long time ago, I would literally kill myself until I burned 500 calories every single day I was at the gym. And it would literally make me miserable and I would let that dictate my entire life to a point where I hated fitness at that point. Y'all, we have to realize that if we're so stressed about the calories on our watch, then maybe you're not ready for a watch. That if you're letting that dictate how much you feel in your workout and vice versa, then maybe you don't need it. Maybe you just need like a heart rate monitor to make sure your heart rate is staying in the zone that you need it to be, right? Instead of looking at your calorie burn, make sure you look at your heart rate. Seeing if you're in your cardio 
whatever you need to be in, right? If you're lifting weights, you're going to burn fewer calories, but they're going to burn longer. If you're doing cardio, you're going to burn more calories, but they're going to burn shorter. It's all a variation of what we're doing, how our body's moving and the effort that we're putting in. But I do believe that instead of looking at how many calories we're burning, maybe if we just focus on what our heart rate's doing, we know that if we're doing enough or not. If you're supposed to be doing a cardio workout and your heart rate's only at like 120, then the chances of you doing a enough is very slim. If you're doing a really heavy leg day and your heart rate's super low too, chances are you probably need to lift heavier weights. And so maybe just evaluating through your heart rate versus your calorie burn, because the calorie burn again is just an estimation, but the heart rate is exactly what your body is putting into it. But just know that comparison is the thief of joy and stop comparing your calorie burn to somebody else's calorie burn. It's just like comparing your journey to somebody else's journey or how this person's losing weight versus how this person's losing weight. When there are so many other fucking factors that go into seeing the success, then that just what is at eye level. But also so many other factors that go into what what all composes of that number and that journey than what is just at the eye. Y'all, our journey is not like anybody else's. Our body is not like anybody else's. How we burn calories is different than how somebody else's burn calories. And so comparing those is not going to help our mental health. And so if you're really fixated on the number on the scale or the number on your watch or whatever number, and that number makes you feel one way or the other about yourself, then maybe you need to detach yourself from that number and do workouts without your watch or maybe you need to not step on the scale, right? Like what, if those numbers are dictating how the way you feel about yourself, then you need to detach yourself from that because no number should make us feel less than or better than about ourselves. And so that is my biggest thing is if you're looking at calorie burn as like, oh my gosh, I'm not burning enough, then maybe try to stop focusing on the calorie burn and focus on your heart rate to make sure that you are putting the effort that you need to within your workout and making sure that your heart rate's in a zone that it should be in, okay? All right, so this next question is a completely different avenue, but you know what? Ask Allie is not limited to just fitness. We are also all about life in general and bettering ourselves in every aspect. So this question is, this is a little embarrassing, but how do you make time for your husband in the bedroom? Like, how do you keep your sex drive going, being so busy, and how do you keep your marriage spicy? I will say, y'all, that I struggled, and this is just me being completely transparent. You know, guys, I don't, I don't fucking sugarcoat shit. Like, I struggled a lot, especially when I was not feeling great about myself and confident about myself in the bedroom. I didn't want to have sex with my husband because I didn't like how I felt. I felt like I had no energy. I did not feel beautiful, and no matter how he made me feel, feel no matter the things he said to me I still felt less than and I didn't feel beautiful and it's really hard to feel powerful in the bedroom when you're not feeling beautiful and so sometimes I like to ask myself especially if I'm not feeling it in the bedroom is how do I feel about myself because that is a direct reflection of how things go in the bedroom and I know when I'm taking better care of myself when I'm focusing on my mental health when I'm focusing on my physical health and just loving who I am that it trickles into all facets of my life and really helps to better all the relationships in my life. And so first I would ask is how you feel about yourself? How is your energy levels? And if your energies aren't great, that means how's your nutrition? How is your movement, right? Knowing that it can really be a combination of a lot of things of why we're lacking in that department. Another thing is that's really helped me is reading. I know reading is not for everybody, y'all. My dogs are losing their shit. Sorry, hold on. 
Okay, they're not losing their shit anymore. Um, but anyway, something that's really helped, and I know reading's not for everybody, but reading, romance, spicy novels, it gets you in the mood. I don't give a fuck, but nobody says. There is something so hot about reading it, and then you get to come to your husband, and it just, like, better everything, right? It just makes the angst and all of this stuff better. So maybe that means just changing it up. I know sometimes, especially when we get in, married I've been with my husband for 10 years things can get very like almost like you have to check the box right like you know you should be doing this because you guys are married or you know you should be doing this because of whatever like adding a little spice adding a little bit of change doing different things adding that sexiness back into your relationship buying a cute new pair of lingerie or a new pair of pajamas or for me like buying a new bra and underwear set like something to just help break up the monotony of it and not make it feel like a task but make it feel like you know y'all are just reconnecting and so just kind of really just taking a step back and adding that romance in especially when we've been married for a long time or you've been with somebody for a long time it can get very routine and feel like it's almost like a tedious task and sometimes just changing things up and adding that spice factor back can really make it not feel like a tedious task anymore and add that element of sexiness back in so get back reacquainted with yourself make sure you're feeling good yourself buy yourself a sexy outfit and get yourself a spicy novel i am telling you nothing screams hot more than taboo sex scenes from a qb tyler book just go and read one and i promise you you're gonna be all hot and heavy and your sex life with your husband will be mwah, chef's kiss all right y'all final question it's the final countdown we're gonna change it all the way back up and go back to fitness related this person asked how do you deal with injury like do you work out how intense at home risk of injury bad position etc etc so for me how i deal with the injury just depends on what it is so for example um when i was training for my marathon and i was doing 75 hard i strained my achilles like i overextended it and that bitch was a oh it hurt like a motherfucker and for me not working out was not an option because I was doing 75 hard and so instead of focusing on all the things that I could not do and dwelling on all the things I couldn't do I focused on what I could do and so for me I did a lot of arm workouts right because nothing was wrong with my arm just my Achilles um for me I did a lot of like with my outdoor workout I did Achilles stretches and like recovery workouts and so what I do is I don't stop moving whenever I'm injured what I do is I figure out a way to do it around the injury instead of focusing on what I cannot do I like to focus on what I can do and so I just like to use the other part of my body so like if I broke my arm I would probably would like run more right or if I you know hurt my knee I might do more arm workouts or I might use my bike and so just always focusing on there's always something we can do and sometimes we can't see all the things we can do because we're letting all the things we can't do consume us and so what I would really ask you is okay so maybe that needs break because you're injured what can you do during that injury like what can you do to still keep moving your body to honor your body but also don't not to like destroy all the healthy habits that you've occurred. And so focusing on what you might be able to do um, instead of focusing on all the things that you cannot do. So I hope that helps. 
And that is all the time that we have for today, y'all. I hope all of that helps. I hope that you just keep moving forward. You keep putting one foot in front of the other. If you got any goodness from this podcast episode, please do me a favor and share to your Instagram stories and tag me. Um, and I would love to, you know, just send you a message and thank you. But also, would you please just take three seconds and scroll down and click the five stars and leave a review because that truly does help the podcast grow. And that is my goal is just to help more people and truly help, you know, just help us uncover the bad bitch in all of us. So anyways, I'm going to leave y'all like I leave you every single time and a world full of bitches be that bitch, whatever that bitch is to y'all. I love you and I'll see you next Wednesday. Bye.